Uh, welcome in. It is time for The Fade. I am Clay Travis. She is Kelly Stewart. She is about to have a birthday. We are taping this on Monday, which is super early in the week uh, because usually uh, we tape on like a Thursday or whatever, but because Kelly is going to be down in the Bahamas, we are doing it early this week. So we have made, particularly me here, super fast analysis, which is going to lead to great results, I'm confident. Um, for both college football and the NFL. So happy early birthday to Kelly. Uh, let's dive right in. This is not a great slate talking college football here, Kelly. Um, there are not very many elite, what I would call, top 25 matchups. I'm going to be on Big Noon with the Fox pregame crew from Knoxville. Tennessee absolutely obliterated 36-7 to by Mizzou. Georgia wins 52-17 to over Ole Miss. As a result, this number all the way out to Georgia minus 10.5. I am taking Tennessee plus 10.5, Kelly, because I have spent all season saying that Tennessee was going to win this football game. The number uh, early, earlier in the week was around, or early in the, in the season, was around 8.5. It's bounced out to 10 and a half. Um, I still think a lot of people probably think that's not high enough given how well Georgia has played. Tennessee has won, I think it's 14 in games in a row at Neyland. Are you running from this one or do you like one side or the other? You know, Clay, Saturday did not start out very well for me. I had the Kansas Jayhawks, I bet that last Monday. Thought I had a good number, went to five, went back to three and a half and I was just looking at it like, why did I do that? So today's show is going to be fun because the theme is think long, think wrong. And if you think too long here, you're going to take Tennessee. This is a Georgia team that I ended up taking late last week. I had a buddy text that said, oh, I love Ole Miss. And I had already been kind of looking at the Georgia side. I thought, there's no way. Georgia's finally on a roll, right? They put up 30 plus and, you know, five straight. And you want to all of a sudden – take an Ole Miss team with a little bit of uh, drama surrounding their program. Plus you had Bowers back in, in uh, the offense there. I don't know, Clay. Tennessee looked really abysmal against an okay yes. Mizzou team. I, I've been getting trolled by Mizzou fans all week because I laughed saying that they would finish the season nine and three. And boy, was I wrong. Uh, Drinkwitz deserves a little bit of credit. But back to the Vols. Their offense has been better at home. While I probably won't actually get to the window with this, I'm going to cheer for the balls for you and hope that offense looks, well, at least five times as good as it did last week because that's what it's going to take to beat the Bulldogs. No doubt. Uh, Texas at Iowa State. You've watched, I'm sure, both these teams play a lot. You were in person a couple of weeks ago for Texas's close win over Kansas State. I'm taking Iowa State plus the seven and a half. Uh, this is where this number is right now as we're talking on Monday. Um, Texas obviously has to win out to make the college football playoff. They get Texas Tech next week, and then who knows who's going to be the other team lining up against them in the Big 12 title game. Uh, but as you look at this right now, Kelly, seven and a half, not enough. Do you like the Hawkeyes? Sorry. Do you like the Cyclones here to give Texas a run? Anytime that I can take the Cyclones in Ames in November, Clay, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I know that I already had Texas fans tweeting me this morning. I can't wait to see Iowa State make Kelly and Vegas' Moneyline Parlay. And I'm not ready to say they're going to win the game outright. 
But as a child, Clay, I have so many terrible memories of my birthday. Nine and three, you know, nine and two K-State game. About to win their 10th game. Double-digit favorite. Let's go to Ames for Kelly's birthday. And then a three or four win Cyclones team somehow just ruins your entire existence. And we've seen them do it my entire life, whether it's Oklahoma State, whether it's Texas, whether it's Oklahoma. This team comes to play in November when it is just miserable outside. I wish I would have got the nine here, but seven and a half is too many points for a Texas team that can't cover. TCU had no business covering that game for me last week, especially when Quinn Ewers got announced in. But Steve Sarkeesian, I called him Steve Snyder to a Longhorns fan uh, the other night, and he said, how dare you? He plays like Bill Snyder. He plays not to lose. And that's how you don't cover spreads. I like the Cyclones here catching a touchdown at home. I'm taking Michigan minus 19 and a half at Maryland. Like, this is the quintessential trap game, right? You just had the big win against Penn State. You've got Ohio State coming up next week. I actually think, though, all of the Jim Harbaugh drama focuses Michigan here because I think they want to send a message to everyone. I don't think they're going to overlook Maryland. I think they're going to beat Maryland pretty solidly. So I'm taking Michigan minus 19 and a half. And also, as a part of this, Kelly, were you a little bit intrigued that even with Jim Harbaugh not on the sideline, we didn't see that line really move at all? Uh, with all of the drama surrounding him all the way up to kick against Penn State? I mean, you and I kind of spoke about this. I am kind of a little surprised we didn't see a tick up. There were some shops that had 80-plus percent of the tickets on Michigan. So I thought maybe even in that fact, they may go back up to five, five and a half, which is the opener. Uh, look, hey, when you get to play against James Franklin, anything's possible. It uh, was not fun for me as a Penn State backer. But in a normal world, Clay, I would be all over Maryland in this game. This is a quintessential sandwich spot where you have Penn State uh, win, you know, on the road, and then you have Ohio State on deck. Why do you care about this Maryland team as 19-point favorites? Maryland cannot cover to save their lives after starting off what we'll call as uh, lukewarm, if you will. They looked good to start the season, and that was about it against very subpar teams. Just one and four against the spread in the last five games. I'm with you. It's Michigan or pass for me here. All right, let me hit you with several. I mean, again, this is uh, kind of the pause before the storm for college football. I'm betting a bunch of over-unders here. Uh, Louisville at Miami. Louisville has an opportunity to clinch one half of the ACC title game with a win, right? Uh, I've got the under in this game. I don't think either team, I like the defenses. Rutgers at Penn State. A little bit of a psychology play here. Rutgers didn't score. We saw how bad Penn State played against Indiana coming off of a poor performance against Ohio State. I like the under there. My guy Jamie Chadwell and Liberty, I like to win big and blow out UMass. And then at Duke at UVA, I've got the under as well. Any of those games kind of stand out to you? So one of the things that does stand out to me is uh, games in mid-November due to weather, but we haven't really heard of any bad weather across the country that might equate to unders. But just casually looking at these three or four games off the top of my head, I agree with you with the uh, Louisville-Miami under. Both these teams turning towards the under for a better part of even last season. I will say this, I did lay one with the Hurricanes yesterday when the line came out. I was waiting for this one. If you guys remember, I was on the Hurricanes versus FSU last yeah. week. I think they get to play spoiler here to Louisville. As far as the Duke game goes, 
Man, I'm still kicking myself last weekend for not playing on Duke in that spot, Clay. I had him written down. I thought, no, nope, they I can't got right keep last up. weekend. Yeah, now they are. Uh, well, we're going to see what they end up doing here against UVA. UVA has got to play some interesting spoiler, right? They're just two and eight, but they're seven and three against the spread. The plus four is on my long list. As far as the total goes, I made the game 24-21, so I will side with you on that under. Um, Illinois-Iowa. We've seen Iowa hit under after under after under. This number right now, right around 30 and a half. Have you been playing these Iowa unders? At what point do you flip and go back and play an over? No, Clay. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell a little story. A lot of people that listen to some of my old podcasts know. Uh, I always made a joke that I love to fade my dad. My dad would call and just say the most obvious thing, right? So the last time I faded him, he loved the Colorado Buffaloes over Colorado State. I took the 27 and a half sitting on his couch, and uh, he got to watch that game with me. So then I'm sitting there this weekend, and he goes, Cal, how have you not been betting these unders? These are just so obvious. Well, yeah, they're so obvious but I am just entirely too stubborn and have to trust my numbers. In other words, I'm a complete and utter idiot. There have been some really good teams either towards the over or towards the under or just hot ATS. And I just can't jump on the bandwagon when we're this far ahead because you know what happens when I do, Clay. The bandwagon collapses. Um, what about UNC Clemson? Uh, Florida, Mizzou, UNC, Clemson. I'm on the over. I, I with Drake May and this uh, UNC defense. Uh, you saw you mentioned Duke and what happened. I just think that that game is going to be a shootout. Uh, Florida, Mizzou. Florida can't stop anybody. You saw what Jaden Daniels did to them. I think Mizzou is going to blow out Florida. This is a big game for them. I'm on the over there too. Do you have any any uh, strong takes on either of those sides? Yeah, I definitely do not want the under with either the Clemson defense or the North Carolina defense. I agree with you there. I made that game 31-30, which does equate to the over. Look, I tried to make a case for this Florida Gators team, Clay. Mizzou has just been kind of my Achilles heel. I bet on them, I lose. I bet against them, I lose. So I'm not going to do that to myself again here. But the 11 points seems like a little too much here for an okay Florida team, right? This team isn't anything to write home about. Five and five, but getting to be bowl eligible is a big deal for some of these guys. Billy Napier's got to get his kids up and get them ready because guess who they play the following week? And that is probably going to be a big fat L. So here's their last chance to, to get a win. Mizzou, again, not been great to me on either side of my bets, but that's what I'd be taking here in that one. All right, I'm take this Washington Oregon State. I should have mentioned it earlier. Oregon State is a small favorite. Washington is 10 and 0. There've only been I think the number is 5 Pac-12 teams that have been 10 and 0 since we got to 2000, so in the 21st century. Um, I'm actually going to take the over here. Uh 63 and a half. I'm curious if you have a side and then Kentucky South Carolina I'm also going to take the over. It's actually kind of a, a, a under-the-radar big game for both of those teams in the SEC East. What say you about either of those? Yeah, I took the uh, – or I laid, excuse me, Clay, the point with the Beavers. I like this Washington team a lot. They are going to make me a ton of money if I can end up winning this college football pool that I'm in. And – 
That's if they get to the Pac-12 championship game. So I will kind of put an asterisk there. Maybe I'm hedging that bet just a little bit, just because if they do lose here, it doesn't mean they're out, but they need a few other things to go their way uh, to get to play Oregon in that one. But I do think the Beavs have a shot one in four in their last five games against the spread. This Washington train is starting to derail. And I think that that's what ends up happening on Saturday here. I want to like South Carolina though, versus Kentucky. I really do. This one opened three and a half down to one and a half. So somebody agrees with me. I just can't trust this team. I just can't trust either team. Really. Both of them have been abysmal against the spread. Both of them have injuries piling up. If I have to pick the better quarterback, is it really Spencer Rattler? I don't know. So I need to do a little bit more research than uh, just throwing out picks on a Monday when it comes to deeper dives in the mediocrity that is the SEC. Uh, all right. Uh, anything in college football that you like? Reminder, everybody, we're taping on a Monday because Kelly's going to be headed to the Bahamas to go to basketball, but also celebrate an early 40th birthday. Can I say that? Well, I did. Um, and, you, uh, all, you did what, Clay? You think I don't get enough grief as it is on the internet? I got people tweeting out my address over the weekend. Now you're telling them my age. You want to give them my social security number next? Yeah, sure. Uh, what is it? <laughs> um, by the way, have you prepared yourself for the fact that I'm going to be the leader in our super expensive, exclusive, high-end fantasy football league that everybody always ridicules me for. Um, my team is going to be in sole possession of first place. Have you prepared yourself for this? I've already prepared, but I'm going to use Coach Tang, and I'm going to say 1-0 and because I just whooped up on Todd Furman like you haven't seen in a long time. All my running backs are off injury reserve, and we are – absolutely smoking teams this is the second week in a row we beat somebody in your division so you're very welcome uh, thank you uh by the way okay so anything in college football that i didn't hit that you like the only other game that i have circled on um what i would call my long list so clay how i kind of do my handicapping is i write down all the games and then i start to do a deeper dive in the games that match up as far as uh, either being off numbers wise or there's a certain situation I want to look into. And the other, the last one we didn't touch on was UCLA versus USC. I know this USC team has really tried so hard to uh, win football games and it's just not working out to their advantage. They've now dropped four of their last five. They did cover again though versus Oregon. UCLA on the other hand just lost to Arizona State. That was a pretty gross one. But this is a game that you know they're going to get up for. Again, six and a half uh, is the current line. I probably will be on the six and a half, but I'm trying to figure out if they can win this game outright. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the NFL. Tonight, this game is going to kick off. And so I'm cheating a little bit because it's one of my outkick six-pack uh, because we're doing this early. I'm taking Monday Night Football, which obviously is the last game of this week. I like the Broncos plus seven at the Bills. You, as a lifelong Bronco fan, probably can break this game down far better than me. But in general, the Bills haven't been playing very well. This feels like a big number to me that is reliant upon the Bills playing historically the last two or three years like they would. Uh, and the Broncos have been playing better. A full touchdown feels like a good number here. Yeah, this was my best bet last week. I gave out on this show as well as many others. And I... 
Didn't really like the NFL card. The only thing I played yesterday was the Niners. Just a really gross week in the NFL where nothing really seemed to stick out to me except for this game. I actually told people if you can get seven and a half, this is a nice middle game. I do think the Bills will win. So tease them down below that field goal is a nice play. Plus the seven and a half. There is still seven and a halfs out there. So I would encourage people to make sure they get that hook because it is still the Broncos. And this defense still has... Some issues, but they are playing better. As you mentioned, nice win before the bye against the Chiefs the week before that. Somehow beat the Packers. Don't even remember how that was even possible, but they got it done. Russell Wilson uh, deserves a little bit more praise than he's been getting last year. Not so good this year. 16 touchdown passes, four interceptions. I think they're going to dink and dunk their way down the field tonight, Clay. It's going to be one of those really slow primetime games like we've seen all season long. 24-21 final, and I'm a happy girl. Uh, all right, here are my five additional picks. Obviously, this is super early in the week. Uh, I've got the Chargers minus three at the Packers. I know the star-crossed history of it feels like every Chargers game, but I just don't think the Packers are very good. Uh, I think the Chargers are the much better team. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins to blow out the Raiders. Got the win last night uh, on the Raiders uh, with the – I think I got them plus one – against the Jets, but I think the Dolphins coming off of a bye, everybody healthy, put up a big number on them. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Uh, minus 10.5 at the Panthers. I think the Cowboys are really good, as we saw against the Giants, at beating up on bad teams. Steelers at the Browns. I think this Browns defense takes control under 37.5. And, and I'm taking the Commanders uh, against this Giants team, which I just don't think can score points. I've got the Commanders minus nine and a half. I know it's early. Do you like anything as a very early lean in the NFL? Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens on Thursday night, Clay. Now, this one opened two and a half, and now it's three and a half. And so everybody that watches the show that thinks they're a wise guy, yeah, I'm talking about Todd Furman, is going to say, you're too late to the party. Uh, but you blinked and the number was gone. And that's just the reality sometimes early in the week. So I would lay the three and a half with the Ravens here. The reasoning why is if you watch that uh, game versus the Texans last week, Cincinnati started going on a nice roll, right? They had four straight covers. And then we saw them get a little banged up again here. How Baltimore lost that game, though, is just absolutely perplexing. I did not get a chance to watch it. I was too busy cheering for the Texans to beat Cincinnati and cheering for the Niners to get the cover. But this is a Baltimore Ravens team that we know does play better at home, and they have been terrible against Cincinnati as of late. This is a game they had circled, which is why I actually think they lost that Browns game last week. I expect Baltimore to bounce back on Thursday night in a big way. There's another game that I have circled, but I was going to wait to bet it until we saw how well they played tonight, and that is the Denver Broncos on Sunday night football versus the Minnesota Vikings. Josh Dobbs, all the credit in the world to him, just absolutely walking into Minneapolis and being able to take control of a football team is nothing short of incredible. But Denver minus one is on my long list. And then last but not least, because, well, I like to bet gross football games and uh it, it is really tough but i'm gonna lay the six and a half with the jacksonville jaguars against the your tennessee titans in fact look tennessee looked good when i was there in person then they had a couple of road losses and then last week uh well that is what it is it's tough when you are a young starting rookie block. quarterback they have no and offensive these defenses line start right to get a little tape a on you quarterback 
it's not just a Will Levis. They can't block. They don't have tackles. I don't. I think that's a very good pick. I think that uh, it is going to be a brutal game uh, for Will Levis and anybody trying to throw the football. Kelly, happy birthday. Have fun. We'll be back next week on – what day are we taping next week? Tuesday, right before we, the uh, – We are taping uh, Tuesday, yes. Yeah. So we'll be back with you on Tuesday right before Thanksgiving. Uh, but in early the fade this week, I appreciate all of you. As always, get your bets in. Uh, I'm going to go write these up now, and they will be up on OutKick and the video Enjoy it as always. Kelly, have a fabulous time down in the Bahamas, and uh, I'll see you Tuesday. Thanks, Clay.